Hmm. Hello. This is a, a newest episode. Kind of a fun one to do. I've been back at work, you know, working a lot again in the service industry, waiting table, still doing stand-up, still having friends over, still going to places, and you know, just I got less patience when I go out now with the because it's not like I'm staying at home all day and then going out. It's like I'm working all damn day talking to people I don't want to talk to. And then I go out and I'm surrounded by people I, people I don't want to talk to. It's like I go to an open mic and it's like, oh, hi, a uh, bunch of dudes who want to um, start stand-up. I don't know how to help. I'm bad myself and i'm not getting anywhere you don't want to follow my example it's nowhere look at me i'm nowhere please don't talk to me you i just wanted to uh not talk to people like i'm speaking to a table i want to go out and i want to feel relief from that pressure of having to impress i don't want to talk to people like i'm on stage before i go on stage i don't well i like going on stage but I don't like waiting tables. Oh, no, I kind of like waiting tables, but I don't like having to talk to people in my real life as if they're people from the business. Anyway, listen to me, bitch. I don't know. I love talking to Drew Hot. He is somebody I used to work with. We used to work together. He was my manager at Brooklyn Athletic Club. It's, uh, which was not an athletic club. It was not a gym or anything. It was a restaurant. It was an, it was a restaurant with limited capacity for indoor seating, which made it uh, kind of a tough place to work on the weekends if there was rain. <coughs> Kisses. My cat is just digging into my shoulders right now because I'm being boring. So, you know what else happened? I guess I have a secret admirer who sent me a book. I guess it's somebody who knows where I live. I don't know who sent it, but um, somebody sent me a book called Conflict is Not Abuse. Overstating Harm, Community Responsibility, and the Duty of Repair by Sarah Shulman. I mean, I think I know who it is, but... It's kind of funny that somebody would send that with no return address going like, I've listened to your podcast. Conflict is not abuse. Okay. All right. Message received loud and clear. Um, at least, you know, I, I get the point. All right. You know, I'm with it. I'm like a guy, you know, I, I'm, I've been doing a lot of these. I know what I am. Anyway, this is uh this this podcast with Drew Hot was conflict free because we're just simply friends who've known each other for a few years, maybe seven, six, something like that. And he was in the band We Were Wolves. He saw me perform at whatever fest in houston what was that 2015 2016 or something he's been out uh, 
he's a traveling musician. He was he was he's had uh, albums recorded. He's he loves to play guitar and he is a funny person and just a really just a joy to be around. So I didn't feel like there was much conflict anyway. I don't get any I don't get I don't get into any deep-seated emotional issues or romantic traumas or any of that bullshit on this podcast it's more of a fun one <sighs> I wonder what that person's trying to say anyway thanks for the book I like I'll probably read it uh, I'm I got I got other stuff to read, and when I had my first donut at, at the donut shop, it was pretty. You know, I take back everything I said on the Justin Massengill podcast. I I had a donut, and it's better than a bookstore. So is the light bulb store. It's better than the bookstore. I'm glad we don't have a used bookstore in this neighborhood anymore. Or you know, and by this neighborhood, I mean um, all of Houston. Anyway. What am I rambling about? <laughs> Drew Hot on this podcast, The Healing Club. It's a good one. It's a good one. Good one. Good one. Good, good one. It's a good one. The Healing Club. sir here on this podcast we just started um i have the the sound all fucked up in the headphones so don't don't that that's better for me there you go probably worse for you hold on oh are you are let me change this perfect <laughs> okay yeah meaningless changes <laughs> uh, we used to work together at brooklyn athletic club where you were the oh wait should I not say that that was an old job you had that I had six years ago, too? No, I don't think it matters. Okay. It's just funny that right before we started, you're like, I don't <laughs> say where I work. And the very first thing you do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we worked there a long time ago. Yeah. See where I used to work. That's okay. Okay, okay, okay. That, uh, Makes yeah. sense. We, that was, I remember Will, Will the, uh, the, the chef, mm -hmm. Chef Will. Yeah, yeah. And, uh. He was funny to work with. Yeah, he was a fun guy. Yeah, I uh, I like the woman um, complaining about hair in the food. Yeah. And then she pulled out the hair, and it was like his hair, uh, <laughs> totally his hair. Yeah, it's like the only person with hair that long working that day. Right. And then then he's just like, what? No, like, he, he was he was like, yeah, it's probably him. her. <laughs> right. She's bald. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I had one. Uh, we had we had a uh, a table there one time that um. She brought in her food, and there was, like, hair, black hair all over the food. And uh, I was like, oh, my God. Like, if someone is losing this much hair while they're cooking in the kitchen right now, like, they have a bigger problem. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> and then she brings in another plate, and it's covered. And I was like, There's, this is impossible. Like, where are you sitting at? Where's your table? And, like, they're big. They had a huge dog that was just, like, jumping around being crazy. Oh. And it was all the dog hair. And I was like, 
it's your dog's hair, obviously. She's like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> okay. So you just take care of it, you know. Yeah. I, I liked working there. It was a little uh, unpredictable with the weather, though. It was one of those no indoor seating. It was all outdoor seating, which would be like covid ideal right now right yeah there, it was a wrong wrong ahead restaurant ahead. at the wrong time it was ahead of the curve yeah i <laughs> um, saw it coming yeah it, it had a great like outdoor space but whenever the weather was at all bad it was like well it doesn't matter if it's friday or saturday i'm not making any money yeah totally <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah i mean then we changed like a bar yeah and uh that worked a little better i think for the space you know yeah, but but then I, I didn't like being a cocktail server. Yeah, and I was like, well, you could be a bartender. You're like, well, no. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've been, I should have. I should have been a bartender. Oh, well. I could have been somewhere now. Yep. <laughs> At a bar. Yeah, I could have been. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like to – I always wanted to find out the rest of the story of, um, of, of, of Will being on Chopped. Oh yeah, I don't know. I never uh, saw the episode. Oh. Like I really wanted to see it, um, because you know it was a friend of mine. I want to see. It's funny. It's funny to see your friends on TV, you know. Yeah. Um, but I also wanted to like see what happened because. Yeah, I wanted to see him like get real mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like storm off. Yeah. Like... No, I think that uh, he was one of like the first people of like their contestants to get cut. So I think that he was just not stoked on it. Yeah, yeah. I you think know? he got chopped first. There yeah. was like the four, and I think he got chopped first, and he probably was a Fuck this. huge disappointment to him. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's got to be so awful to tell everybody I'm gonna be on TV. Yeah, uh, I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, like what you can't not tell people. Yeah, you know. So, like, what do you do there? I think. It was, I mean, I, I think. But it's, I mean, like, it's not embarrassing that he made it to Chopped. That's no, some, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool that like. And I used to have dreams about the food that Will would make sometimes. Really? Yeah, like, I would. I'd be dreams like, or I, I would like. I'd be like, oh, I want to have that. Like, uh, he made this like strawberry like shortcake uh, with egg. Uh, oh yeah. Biscuit thing, that was. Uh, it was like a weird assortment of flavors, but I like I thought it was so great, and then I had a dream about it. Well, I was that's, like, "That's like the ultimate compliment for anybody's food." I think. I think so too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's amazing. He made a lot of good stuff, um, but it was just, you know, we'd have that special board, and it was like changing every day. Yeah, you know, which is cool. I guess that's the reason for it, you know. But it's like then we'd write up specials on that board, and then none of it would be actually available to order because like none of it was prepped, you know. Yeah. So, um, there was it was just evolving all the time. I like, I forget like a lot of the things that were that were being pushed out of there because it was a lot of food. I mean, we get pretty busy if the weather was nice. Yeah. But I I, I don't recall like all the items that went out. But that sounds good. Yeah, it was a cool place to work though. I I, I just remember once. Uh, like it was like a rock and roll music vibe to it yeah and, and then there was this toady song playing that like um i that that song that goes like do you wanna die <laughs> yeah and then there's this little kid who's like five years old singing that to his mom and the mom complained that like that music yeah <laughs> but it was so cute to see the little five-year-old going do you wanna die <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, it's. I remember that lady complaining about that. She's like, "Do you hear the song is saying?" And I was like, "What do you? Oh yeah, I guess. Oh, well, never really thought about that. I thought it was a safe song. It was radio saturation. Yeah, it was on everything. Um, that's hilarious. So you still? How's the music going? It's going good. I um, not really COVID and all that kind of stuff shut it down. You know, like yeah. playing live shows and whatnot. But we've been trying to like record stuff um, on our own and see how that works out. But um, we kind of like uh, stopped like playing regularly, regularly like uh, two years ago, two and a half years ago. Yeah, uh, the band that I was in, but. Me and Vince um, have been recording stuff at the house, uh, at my house. That's cool. Uh, so that's been pretty fun. Do you spend a lot of time every day just playing guitar? Or? I work like every day. Yeah. So I have one day off, and even on that one day, it's still me having to do like admin crap, you know. Yeah. So I'll play guitar uh, when I'm sitting around when I get the chance, but uh, the place that I work at now, we just open, so it's like every yeah, day. Yeah, you've got a lot of – so you – I was I, I have this friend Will who uh, was in the band Lower Dens. Okay, right on. And um, he was just he left the the band a couple of years ago just because he was past forty, still doing this and not making any money, still even though they're famous. Yeah. And like we we never got we got into the industry at the wrong time, and even our success, we were on TV, we were on like <laughs> we yeah. we had like like like. We were a touring band that would come out with an album every four years, and we made it to my forties, still working coffee shop jobs, still like, still going nowhere financially, and like, you know, living like a like, like I have no future, and uh, it's scary. It's scary to commit yourself to entertainment or yeah. I, I mean, most definitely, it's I, I I don't know if it's the wrong time or if there's just different ways that people are making money, you know playing music or entertaining um but i mean it's a passion project for sure you gotta you gotta do it for the love of it or like what you get out of it personally as opposed to like thinking that at some point you're gonna make some cash because that's like the most rare thing when i was younger i didn't believe that that was true but like growing up now obviously with my own bills my own shit going on like i can't just uh, not make i can't not pay the rent I know. I have to work. I was. I had this dream of. I, I sold some drawings this year, and I sold drawings yesterday. Just somebody came and bought drawings from my house yesterday. That's it, badass. I made, I made two hundred bucks. Hell yeah! And um, it was that. that but I, I was like, I was. I don't do it. Just it paid for you know supplies. Yeah. And like, but like, it was just. It just felt nice to have made something that somebody wanted that they were gonna try to keep forever. For sure. But um. You know, I was I was real proud of myself last night, and I was yeah. like all peacocking around. Like, well, that's why you stopped responding to my messages. <laughs> yeah, I don't have time for you anymore. I just made two hundred bucks. I got two hundred dollars. That's all I need. <laughs> I'm set for life. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's bad. I mean, that's really cool. Um, that they just I guess what saw it on Instagram or something. Or no, she's a uh, she's a friend who wanted to buy uh, her. Uh, her friend uh, birthday present. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. So I, um, you know, I, I'm horrible at giving presents, but at least now I know that I, you know, helped enable somebody who wanted to give a present. Yeah. So maybe that makes up for me never giving my mom anything. 
<laughs> it does actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally, you're totally absolved of all of that. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah, I'm not very good at giving presents either. But I do remember whenever we were working together, uh, you'd be waiting tables and it'd be in the middle of the shit. The whole place is full, and you'd walk up and be like, "Drew, check this out." I'm like, "What is it?" You're like, I drew Here's this. Here's a picture of my cat. I'm like, "That's awesome." He's like, "Look at this guy. He's uh, shitting in this guy's mouth." It's a joke I wrote <laughs> about a guy shitting in another dude's mouth. Wait, we're busy. So last night I, I was I was a little uh, proud, and then I and then I, uh, I I got in a fight with old Greg last oh, night. Oh really? No. We're still friends, but yeah. we we fight like we're boyfriends. We just don't we just don't date. <laughs> and, <laughs> There are problems that don't really exist. Y'all are just focused on. Yeah, I just, well, I hang out with him every day, and then mm-hmm. so I went to hang out with him after I'd sold some. Drawings. Does he live close around here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, we met up at uh, at Poison Girl, mm-hmm. and then there was there was some guy named uh, Stephen who I, I guess I knew him a few years ago because he used to hang out at Hans Beer House, and oh, okay. he would sell food at the Secret Group too. And so I, he was all he'd see me. It's weird. To, he's one of those people that I didn't know very well that knew all the people that I knew and um, that I just didn't talk to because he didn't do stand-up. Like, right. Nobody, like somebody who was like adjacent to the scene or right. know, satellite stand-up. It was like in the room somehow. Yeah. yeah. We'd always be laughing, but was friends with like, a couple people, but like not me so much. But mm-hmm. he'd seen me do stand-up for like seven or eight years. Yeah. So he knew exactly who I was, but I'm just like, who's this guy? And then I was like, <laughs> uh, he's, Greg is hanging out with that guy and then he thinks that this guy Stephen is like gay. Greg thinks he's gay. I'm like, ooh, I'm walking in on something. Yeah. Oh, maybe Greg's gonna hook up. Maybe nice. something's gonna. But uh, oh wow, good for Greg. All yeah. right, let's see that happen. I want to see Greg happy. But right. uh, you know, it turns out the guy was straight, which is more and more common these days. Where these these guys that seem gay are just you know okay with talking to gay guys, and maybe that's okay. not. It. <laughs> Maybe I'm not always having to think about hooking up every time I talk to another man. Oh, okay. I see <laughs> Maybe it's it my now. problem. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, like, every, I, I never... sexualize every fucking interaction. <laughs> and, like uh, this one especially. Yeah. You've been playing with my feet this entire time. <laughs> uh, yeah, the guy, the guy was just uh, – I walked in, and, and Greg and this guy were hanging out. Okay. And I never – and so then I, I couldn't feel like uh, – all like uh, I sold – Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I had to be like, oh, I gotta listen to somebody else. I'm not. It's, it's my birthday, but it's not my party. This sucks. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's like, uh, uh, we we go inside and we're talking, and then uh, I don't. I mean, this is boring, but I'm like, no, I'm interested. I want to. <laughs> okay. He, uh, we we have like a, a beer inside. I'm talking to, to Megan, the bartender, who's okay. my friend, and. Um, she she like uh, I tell her that you know I sold some stuff and she's like yeah hey, Bob and then uh, I tell and then Greg tells me that uh, this guy Brett at, at Black Hole has always told him that he likes the podcast and oh. I couldn't picture I couldn't picture who this Brett guy was okay. and then he showed me a picture of who the Brett guy was and I was like oh him oh okay but uh, the um, I was like he told me the same story two days ago. And so, you know, when somebody repeats a story, you're like, oh, did that happen again? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I wouldn't. He's like, uh, 
No, he just I'm just giving you a compliment. It didn't happen twice. He's not talking about it every day, giving updates. He just said it once. Isn't that enough, Bob? Isn't that enough that somebody liked your podcast? <laughs> Does he have to like it every day? Does he have to stay tuned every fucking episode you put out that too be, much? That would be awesome. <laughs> like suddenly this day. guy's obsessed with you? Is that what you want? Like, uh, no, he just said it. And why is he always telling me for some reason? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to get a cold brew in here. This guy's obsessing about you. <laughs> no, you know, your ex-boyfriend, I'm, yeah. uh, he's at it again yeah. with <laughs> more sex stories <laughs> and more... <laughs> He's talking about you again on his podcast. <laughs> That's and, uh, hilarious. So I don't know. Greg got a little like, uh, nah, just you know, just call it a win. He said it was good once, right. and uh, uh, I was like, I don't know. I was just like, I thought it would be cool if he said it to you every day. But you yeah. repeat the same stories all the time. Was sort of the message I gave him. I was like, uh, yeah, don't tell me the same story every five minutes. You know, people do that, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) How do you really attack that situation? Because it happens to me a lot. I'm like, you told me this. I hear you tell that story to everyone that comes in the room. I've heard you tell me like five times. How do I tell them to stop? You know, like, what do you do there? Yeah, it was a good story the first time. Right. Now that it's uh, been repeated so many times, it's not the same story. It's your story. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even happen to me at this point. (laughs) You just want to insert yourself somehow but but that is nice so that is very cool but so then like you know i i I insinuated that and that made greg mad Mm. it's then greg told me like well you know some other people have said that your stand-up is unimaginative and boring wow and so uh you know not everybody has a great opinion of you and i'm like who 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 said that (laughs) now you're angry (laughs) he's like actually brett said it listen to your podcast why'd you tell me that Fucking asshole. Are these On a, my day. Are these real names? Obviously, I know Greg, right? But, like, is the bartender well, somebody the named barista? Brett. Oh, yeah. Well, Megan's been on the podcast, like, oh, okay. five times. Oh, I mean, okay. Awesome. Megan's a uh, – Megan, Megan Good is – uh, she's a reg- we we have a book club theme when on her episodes. We trade books and talk about oh, books okay. that we read. Uh, I've always wanted to be in a book club, and that's sort of like uh, – it just functions as that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you read the books on air? No, we just talk about them after. I do that with Megan, and um, I'm, I'm also uh, doing that with my friend Ryan Hersey, where we like okay. we meet like intermit like once a month or once every two weeks to mm-hmm. talk about books we're trading. Right on. Um, with Brian Hersey, it's more novels. With uh, Megan Good, it's more like nonfiction. Okay. You know, so I'm talking about fascism and misogyny, oh, racism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All my know. favorite topics. <laughs> <laughs> History. <laughs> like, all, all sorts of politics. All right. Yeah, I like having an informed. Uh, but I don't have an informed. Uh, I, I I get my news by going to the store to buy coffee, and, like a double shot of espresso and some junk food. And mm-hmm. then I look at the USA Today headlines. And I'm I'm informed. Yeah, that's enough. That's about all I need to know about this world. Yeah, <laughs> I see it probably mostly just like on, you know, what's trending on Twitter or some shit. Yeah, that's a good place to get news. But it's also really the news sucks because you read it's like someone got shot in the face, you know, in the middle of a yeah. daycare. And you're like, cool. What's the next thing? And then someone's something. It's all bad. Nothing's like, yeah. look at this puppy. Even social media has started to be less interesting for a lot of people, I would say. Like, yeah. Like, I always loved uh, 
keeping up with Twitter just to write something every day. Yeah. And maybe make somebody, I don't know. Well, it's great. Laugh? I don't know if I'm even trying to make people laugh with the stupid shit that I say. But it's pretty good. I mean, it's great for comedy, right? I mean, yeah. it's good to, like, so you can stay in contact. With, I mean, I don't know really how it works because to me what's interesting is that with comedy, it's a solo thing. Where, I mean, a lot of music is as well, but I'm usually collaborating with someone else and bouncing ideas and, you know, we're putting it out kind of as, like, a, a team as opposed to, like, just Drew doing whatever the hell it is, you know? Yeah. So I've always felt like less, um, like, vulnerable, like, you know. Yeah, you're not. I'm. I'm like really I'm a big exhibitionist with like stuff that other people keep to themselves mm-hmm. and ways that are embarrassing. But that's kind of what I'm going for to get the the laughter response is embarrassing myself in order to be funny. Right. And uh, a lot of people are like, I don't like uh, crossing those boundaries or sharing that part of myself, even though. Yeah, it would all. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to express things that happen to everybody, but not everybody would talk say it about out them. loud. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that 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 makes enemies. I've got enemies. Yeah, real hard. Oh my god! Do you really? No, I don't know. Oh, the <laughs> Sounds like from Greg's story, oh. you do. <laughs> Bob's not funny. <laughs> Bob's jokes are unimaginative. That's it. Hey, that, Greg. Yeah, hey, Greg. Stop this. making coffee. Listen to me. <laughs> Bob's not funny. Okay. <laughs> Do you want this logic? You know Bob's not? not funny, don't you? <laughs> you agree. I mean, Bob's never been funny. Greg uh, does stand up too, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why they were probably saying that to me. I don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> it would be interesting if he was just. Purely yeah. making coffee, yeah. so I was just yelling at him for no reason. A couple reason. people have ha, have taken the liberty of tearing down Craig uh, to me, though. Oh, really? Yeah, a couple of people have been like, "You know about Craig?" It's like this and that, this and that, this and that, and yeah. I'm like, uh, "He's still my friend." But yeah. <laughs> like, I always, I've had, I've always had fun interactions with him. Yeah, um, yeah, he's a funny person. Yeah, he's a, so. and and I, I, I think people underestimate him. We, and they, but they, it does get, he does lean on material. Oh, okay. That's, that's what people have told me. Is that he, he, and he knows that about himself, but he also writes. Are these other comics saying yeah, this? Okay. Yeah. I think that that is because maybe since you're so close to it, you overthink what everyone's doing. Yeah. I, I've never done stand up before. So to me, it's, I'm amazed by the entire like situation. And yeah. then uh, I usually think that everyone's pretty funny. Now, when someone's like just doing hack shit and being wild, you know what I mean? Like a, trying to be a clown, yeah. Essentially, it's like yeah, I don't think um, there was there was a there was a comedian who I watched when I started who had been going up forever, but just would never get laughs, and nobody would put him on any shows, and he was just terrible, and he did like prat falls and just yelling, and like the stories didn't make any sense. The material was like the same material every time mm-hmm. but somehow never polished over all the years of him just repeating the same shit over and over again with but he and he's also just like never had anything funny to say off stage oh right like, why did you even start this like, like conversationally it's just yeah boring. yeah <laughs> and uh i i i guess i there but he he he's not like bad in front of audiences that like him, oh. and there's a difference between audiences that like him and audiences that like me. 
Right. And okay. so I would see somebody bomb, fail, terrible every time in front of audiences that would like me. But then you go out to, you know, rural, wherever the fuck. And sure. his hammy, overacty, uh, pratfall hijinks are exactly what they want. Yeah. It's just, I want to show the idea sure. of performance and not like, I don't know, like this, this overly clever kind of uh, too sensitive, too vulnerable hyper awareness uh, of, uh, of, of sexual uh, deviance. And mm-hmm. like, like all, all the, like I, I, I approach topics of like, yeah like serious things i think when i when i do stand up and they and people have like like uh, i don't know i talk about my i i, I like abor- i'll bring up abortion or something sure. but yeah. like there there's there, there's like uh unpredictability to my stand-up and sometimes i'm not even doing stand-up i'm just talking yeah yeah <laughs> well i think that like i mean i i don't know uh i, I i've always thought that's funnier than if you're just like Doing Adam Sandler style jokes, you but know. Adam Sandler's the best. I mean, like, you know, I mean, I don't. Do you watch his last special? No, it's so good. Oh, is it? Yeah, he's. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, there's how much longer can you be like, or whatever the things that he yeah. would do, you know? Um, like he can do that, but if everyone else is doing it, it's just yeah. Cheap I would not it. want to watch anyone else do Adam Ooh, Sandler. Right, like, that'd That's... be horrible. Yeah, or like watching someone try to do Sam Kinison or something it would just be yeah, so annoying. Okay, that's exactly what I'm trying to avoid by doing an act. Yeah. Is like sounding like anybody other than myself. Sometimes sure. I feel like when I'm just being myself, I'm effortlessly saying things that are funnier than my most uh, brilliant in my head, like overperformed, hyper rehearsed bits. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, like as uncomfortable as you look on stage, that's like every day you look on that uncomfortable. <laughs> I guess I'll do a reading in the middle of this one again. I'll get back to doing that. I kind of like doing it. I don't know if it's good. It's an old notebook. I just had a notebook laying around. Happened to have it near me. Something to reach for. First thing I could find without moving the cat from my lap. Because, you know, she's dug in pretty hard and it's a pain to move her. And she gets very tired. My cat, she likes... I was away from her all day, so she's very needy and she's sitting in... She's got her face planted in the crook of my elbow as we speak right now. Mrs. Kisses, you are being annoying. February 4, 2016. I like watching dumb dicks parade around the city, spurting the cum out of their stupid heads. Okay? I'm only human. I've got dumb urges they don't get validated enough waited on a 30 person banquet with john r the people at the table they were all espn writers in town for the super bowl and i kept thinking of shitty names for teams the carolina bastards the kansas city dumb guys the St. Louis fuckers, the Oklahoma morons, the California turds. It'd be like the California raisins. You know, remember the singing California raisins? You know, like I got sunshine, but they're turds. 
Oh, this was a, here's a here's a tough one. Here's here's the, I don't like this one. I don't like this one. This one's really bad. This one maybe goes too far. The New York faggots. I can say it because I'm a faggot, but the New York faggots that wouldn't get that wouldn't be a very good team. The Chicago shitheads. They they would the uh, the New York faggots versus the Chicago shitheads both lose. Um, the San Francisco losers. The KFC Traders, the Baltimore Sun, Hawaii Five O, that sort of thing. Ha ha ha! I have it written. Ha ha ha! Because I told jokes to myself. <sighs> Been working really hard and making enough money to survive. I'm making enough money to survive in this shithole ass apartment. My new shithole ass apartment hmm phil hartman seems nice we'll see what happens i want him to care about me but it wouldn't be the same as it was with greg even if he did well that didn't work out that's hindsight saying uh i knew it wasn't gonna work out as it was happening uh he seems nice Anyway, it was 2017. I wrote the date down wrong in my journal entry because I was uh, disoriented and upset all the time and maybe not smart. So, yeah. Four years ago. May as well be 40 years ago. I may as well be one year old. Hey. <sighs> That's how good I am at handling this world. Mm -hmm. Let's get back to this fucking fascinating interview with uh, Drew Hot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah that's uh, that's uh, I can that's I, I'm I'm sure that's probably hard to figure out how you want to how you want to present yourself when you're when you're doing jokes and stuff, you know, when you're actually performing comedy. I would yeah. imagine that'd be hard. Yeah, I, 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 I want to get out of the um, realm of like conscious thinking about it. You know, like, if I'm thinking about how the audience is looking at me, then I'm not just doing comedy. Right. I'm think. Uh, but there, I wish I were better at maintaining control over an image. I oh. have uh, poor, I don't know, skills with with like self presentation sometimes sure okay and, and the professionalism and like yeah because it's, it's so important the the first like half second you're on stage it, what you look like it, it doesn't matter like if you're you know in perfect shape or ideally you know, like uh formed as a person or like handsome it's yeah. or like it's it's not like good looks don't matter it's having a look right and being as distinct as possible in your uh, like you 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 want to have something that people want to look at yeah most whether definitely. it's pretty or ugly or you know crazy or just know. like sloppy enough or just yeah like you know like chris farley had a look right adam sandler had a look or, or you know, like but the the um ha like, having a look costs money yeah you got to keep it up i mean that's yeah. a unless your look is i'm cheap 
Yeah. Which is kind of the one that I put together. Right. That's the one that I wanted. <laughs> I mean, when we, we used to play shows and you'd see these guys that would pull up like with, you know, wearing their whatever everyday clothes and then be like a whole wardrobe change before they'd go out and play in front of like five people. Right. So it was weird. Yeah, do you think that's weird? Yeah, to me, I'm like, why don't you just wear what you're already wearing? Like, who? Because we're a band. Yeah, so we're all wearing leather. It's like it's not. Okay, <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's it must have been fun to do that in the '80s. Well, so yeah, the... and also if that's your thing, then yeah, do that. You know what I mean? Like if you're like, yeah, hey, kiss. We're, yeah, absolutely, go ahead. Yeah, but don't like try to like, you know, yeah. go shopping at Forever Twenty One like on your way to the show and like have a, you know, new handsome shirt you want to put on because you think you're gonna impress like. Uh, the other bands that are there because that's usually the only people that show up. Um, but yeah, it's a. I definitely have never accomplished that goal of having a look or anything like that. Yeah, but you take care of yourself, and you're you 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 want people to look at you. You, you before you go up uh, on stage, you're like, I don't want to look like you know. Yeah, like shit. Yeah. You know what <laughs> yeah I mean? like... But it would also be weird if I just like was dressed normal every day and then would show up dressed like a cowboy, you know? Like, you'd be like, "What are you doing? You're not like a." It's weird. Yeah. So I don't know, but that's I mean, to each their own. I don't have enough time in my life to give yeah. a fuck what they're doing. So, my friend Joe's a strip club DJ and he has to have a look. Oh, what is it? Uh, he's he goes with the country look sometimes. Okay, cowboy hat. And shit. Yeah, cowboy like boots that. and the you know snakeskin. Uh, sport coat oh that's awesome yeah. that's yeah. a cool vibe <laughs> but what, what, what strip club is i guess we want to dox him right i now. don't i actually don't know which strip club yeah. but I, i've never been well i haven't been to a strip club since somebody forced me to when i was driving a cab and he's like you're going to the strip club with me whether you like it or not and i'm buying you a lap dance and he didn't know i was gay <laughs> you're okay. like you're wasting this on me <laughs> That's um, that's that's a, that's an awesome look. I like the uh, like urban cowboy look. Yeah, I For, respect that. That's pretty yeah. rad. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I should try that. I, I went up. Uh, it was fun to do stand up dressed as Santa Claus. I guess that's that's pretty cool. I do yeah. I do this the Christmas Santa show, and um, is that when you're a drunk Santa? Uh sad Santa. Oh, sad. That's even funnier. <laughs> Just the. Depressed Santa, depressed gay Santa. Yeah. Okay, I like that. <laughs> Over the hill. Ugh. The uh, I feel like for a strip club DJ, you should be like dressed like you're from the Matrix. Uh, that's what I would. I could be Keanu. There you go. That'd be awesome. That's yeah. Uh, well, thank you for telling me. I look like Keanu Reeves. You do. Ah. Oh, in the a... in the Matrix and in John Wick. Uh yeah. yeah. <laughs> John Wick one though. Oh, uh, I've I've only seen John Wick two. I loved it. That's fucking weird. How did you not see the first one? I didn't bother. But uh, do you need to have any? But the but when you go to see John Wick two, it kind of recaps the oh, first okay. one in about five minutes. Yeah, that makes sense. And then you go to watch John Wick two, and it's ridiculous. And uh, there's just not that many working assassins out there. Right, right. It seems like uh, they made it up just for that movie. That sure. Whole, that whole. Uh, Hold, like that whole profession, yeah. uh, you know, like everything that would happen in that. It's uh, very strange. Like, it's like they know this is a movie, don't they? Yeah, yeah. That's the. Well, my girlfriend had never seen uh, The Matrix ever, and she yeah. was like, oh, we should watch it. And I was like, okay, sure. Um, which I have no problem watching it because I yeah. like it. I The Matrix 
that that movie looked so 90s the last time i revisited it i was like this is the most 90s it's like that and blade yeah like what (laughs) the late 90s early 2000s looked like you know yeah uh, but um, after like a good, you know, thirty minutes, she's like, "This is just an action movie, huh?" And I was like, "Yeah." She thought there would gonna be like a more deeper, yeah, storyline to it, philosophical concepts, y- right, right. But it's really just an excuse for like karate and guns, you know? Yeah. So it was meant to be fun. Yeah, it was fun. Definitely was. Yeah. The second and third ones were not fun. I remember seeing the second and third Matrix, or seeing the second one, and I'm like, I am not going to watch the third one. Uh, yeah, they released I, them like the same year too, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they were doing that with like the Lord of the Rings. I don't think aged very well. Some people really like Lord of the Rings, but I God, that's a <laughs> I don't mind watching it, but Jesus, I'm like, so bored with those yeah. fucking elves or elves whatever. and whatever, wizards and <laughs> dragons and shit. Yeah. It's another Game of Thrones. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. understand what the why. You know, yeah. whoa tits. Yeah, it was like the last of. Uh, Last show to have that type of HBO, um, like you're paying for HBO so you can see the tits right, type yeah. of uh, mentality to their uh, like because they used to do that on every show where like Tales from the Crypt would always have like a like a, like you get to see a tit yeah nice or I'm down like, with that what was that one show Dream On there's uh, do you that about like Aerosmith or something no it was a, it was like just Brian Ben Ben this little Woody Allen Jewy guy. Okay. Uh, I don't mean to say it that way, but it's like, <laughs> like a I, I'm just thinking of like a, it was a pre-Seinfeld New York City uh, adventures of a professional man who can't quite find love, but he gets laid every day by a different woman, uh, and you see different different breasts every yeah. episode, and like uh, Mad Men or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, did they do that in Mad Men where they had like a like Don Draper is always just like fucking all sorts of ladies on the show i don't know if they showed tits or not he's on very it, but attractive that was part of his character supposedly he's got a a big old lap ham lap mm-hmm. hog lap hog yeah john ham good so sense of humor say. damn john ham he's got it all maybe you could hit him up see if we'll maybe if i got famous date. i could hook up i'd turn him gay maybe he's one of those guys that doesn't want to yeah. have a famous partner you know if he i wants could to... turn john ham gay i guess it would be worth not getting famous yeah uh, do you want to be famous or be rich yeah, I'd rather be rich. Than yeah. Because then I could enjoy him, being famous in my own head. And I wouldn't care what anybody else thought. I'd just be like, well, you're just jealous. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and then you could still just get your like news from the corner store, you know? Yeah. You don't have to know anything. <laughs> but that would be a, that you should try to make turn John Ham gay. That'd be All great. right. Well, maybe I should tweet maybe at him. Maybe he already is. We don't yeah. know. Oh, I don't know. I don't really pay. I never even watched this show, Mad Men. Let's tweet at him right now in real life while <laughs> people can watch the podcast or listen to the podcast and see uh, your tweet. My tweets in real time. God, mm-hmm. my tweets are so dumb. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most tweets are pretty dumb. Yeah. What did I tweet? <clears throat> do, you, do you still tweet? I have a Twitter. I don't really tweet, though. Oh. I think the last tweet I had was really stupid, too. So. I said, I'd rather live in a broken society that works for everyone. Mm. That was my, I was just thinking of my campaign speech. Oh, okay. I'd love to live in a broken society that works for everyone. The thumb like this? Yeah, thumb like that. Yeah. This broken society is here for you. <laughs> what are you running for, mayor? Or? I'm running for president of the United States. My name is Bob Morrissey, and I want to be your president. <laughs> 
and you'll, because you'll, I will shape a broken society. <laughs> yes, just keep that saying. will work for everyone. I like it. Yeah. That will work. Okay, and then I just put my name up on. Uh, I always had this fantasy of uh, getting like a thousand placards. Uh, you know, like lawn signs. Yeah, like elect Bob just, Morrissey. Just mine. Not elect Bob Morrissey. Just my name, Bob Morrissey, with like no party affiliation, just white color and um like nobody would know why i wanted my name out there or what it was it would just be like a lawn sign with my name on it i like it to get and then i would like put them when on politics season just go to whoever like uh polling whoever has shit like that out on their lawn let's like plant my name Next to whatever uh, I don't know. Um, you should do it. I mean, they can't be that expensive. They, you see them every fucking where. Yeah, I or, or maybe I could just like, like paint my name on a wall, uh, uh, like they're constructing or like. But uh, I guess that's what graffiti is. I'm gonna say you're just but, uh, graffiti <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Which would be cool, I guess. That I is pretty know. cool. It'd be an art project. Yeah. Know. graffiti art is like pretty popular these days. Yeah, over there on the east side, there's like that whole little graffiti part, and yeah. there's always people there. It's like they're taking pictures or like of their car or some yeah. stupid shit. I wish I could do it. I wish I could do. Uh, I'd, I'd be. Uh, I don't know. I think I'd be could. embarrassed about spray painting a cat on a wall or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just do it on a wall and trash cans and shit, and then yeah. just get a uh, paint pen. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Then, then I wouldn't get to keep my work. I'd, mm. I'd like to work in a. I there's this pressure to, to to work on a larger scale and to see see what your stuff looks like when it gets when you draw big or when you make bigger things. Right. Paint huge walls. Well, I, I think it's cool that they do it on trains because they go, you know, you could spray paint your name on a train here in Houston and then like be in New York and see that train go by, yeah. you know. Um, I have a buddy who is into graffiti culture for a while, and him will pass trains and be like, oh, man, I know that guy that spray-painted this, like, whatever they call it, you know, their tag name or whatever. Um, that seems pretty cool, you know? Yeah. Uh, rowdy? Yeah. I'm sure, What, what yeah. if you knew Rowdy? I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure someone stench. does. There's a, this new guy, Stench. Stench. I'm just, like, writing Stench all over everything, right? Every, uh, all, all curbs and uh-huh. windows and stench, St- stench. Is, that, is that you that's good yes <laughs> <laughs> sorry the crazy ones are the ones that are like on the uh like the bridge things that go over the highway be someone or that yeah, was that's cheesy a, as sh- i mean that's oh, it wasn't. yeah oh. it, it definitely inspires me when i'm yeah. driving into town it's just be someone yeah it, be someone shitty be someone <laughs> just be anyone be a, be, <laughs> just not yourself yeah, don't be yourself anymore it's bad but how do they get up there to do that yeah i don't know yeah i'm scared of heights so i wouldn't do it yeah. i used to think everybody grappling hooks i don't know do they do they like man on wire type of uh, batman style yeah like, <laughs> be awesome uh, yeah i don't I can't see most people who would do graffiti going through all those uh, like challenges of uh, like hanging off of like the side of a of a you know, overpass yeah. to write something, and, and but like how could you not catch anybody doing that too? Because it's a like, I've never seen anyone doing it like in real life. Yeah, but the next day I'll drive by and there's like a huge like name over 
you know, 6'10 and high 10. I'm like, how the fuck did they yeah. get there? And I used to drive a taxi all throughout the city in the middle of the night all the time. Yeah. Why was I not seeing people? Right. Yeah. Uh. That must be the, that's probably the whole trick, like being that you know, stealthy. You know, like sneaky. Yeah. Sneaky ninja. How was driving a taxi? That seems pretty fun or weird. Back in the old days, yeah. 2004 to 2009. Damn, it was for like five, yeah. It was it was um it was a decent I don't know why I I succumbed to that cliche immediately of just got back from the war. I drive a taxi. Yeah, okay. Like it's Vietnam or something and I'm sure. Robert De Niro and yeah. I'm just looking at this city the landscape of filth and i want to see it all flushed away just watch it burn watch these people kill each other i don't care <laughs> go get your crack yeah i don't care Where Whore. I... yeah <laughs> bring you to the diner oh, take you to your porno store in the diner and you have a cigarette always smoking. hanging out your mouth yeah i was always smoking coffee how are they like so i guess because i i it was only a couple of years before, like, when I moved to Houston before Uber hit. Yeah. Or Lyft or whatever. That was, like, was. 2012 or something, 2011. But yeah. I, it was, uh, I could feel the whole industry destabilizing. But what do you do? By you 2009. Like yellow cab, and then they dispatch out to you, and then you just show up, right? Yeah. At someone's house, go to yeah. the airport or whatnot. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it was dispatch taxi service. And I'd be in an area, and uh, I'd try to get a call that was closest to me. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty decent job when I started. I was uh, for it, there was total freedom to choose whatever music I wanted. I was making enough to live somewhere and buy books and just read a lot. And I like to read in my taxi on the downtime, and that was how I would make money. That I'd be like, you had to be there to take a call, so you're. I, even if I wasn't driving for 12 straight hours, I was sitting in that car for 12 straight hours. Yeah. But a lot of times I'd have to read for like 30 minutes or 45 minutes before something would come up on the radio, and then I'd have to be there immediately and beat out five or six other people. And mm-hmm. if I didn't do that, then I would never make any money. And so I was just kind of uh, – but, but that was – that Was a was like, you a car or a van? It was a car, yeah. But I was in such a – like. Uh, I don't know what what do they uh, they call that state of being in a chrysalis? You know, uh, before you're a butterfly. I was, uh, 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 a cocoon. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, I was, I was moved to Houston. No friends. Started. Uh, so nothing's changed there. Yeah, volunteering at the. <laughs> I started volunteering at the radio station KPFT. Cool. At around that time, and I met people who were in radio, and then I had a Veterans Against the. Iraq War radio show on there for a, a little bit, but I quit doing it. I got a little scared because somebody um, fired a rifle into the KPFT studio. What? While I was like, like during the time when I was uh, uh, like volunteering there, and I remember my doing the Veterans Against the War show, um, and I got out of the studio, and there was somebody like, like with a megaphone on top of his van just like yelling about how i'm i suck and like you know i need i deserve to die and like this part is i really hate specifically me. about you yeah yeah because he just like heard what i said uh, like because i was like anti-bush and anti-war oh, anti-iraq shit. anti uh you know 
our uh, capitalist uh, mindset that's, that's, that's like taking us to these places to defend yeah. the interests of oil companies and you know market mechanisms that don't serve anybody but the most rich, most wealthy. Like I was, I was just angry talking, right. like saying stuff that was uh, making this person upset. But then somebody fired a. Uh, Somebody shot the uh, the the studio with a rifle, like shattered the window, and, and somebody, nobody who was recording at the time, like got hit with a bullet, but like somebody fired a bullet into the studio, and it like, you know, <laughs> like you, they they tried to assassinate somebody. Sure. Right, but like, but then I uh, I kind of like I don't know. I didn't I didn't feel like um, I wanted to take. Uh, radio career or i don't know i i was trying to it was i didn't think i was good enough to do that too like i didn't have a radio persona i was i wasn't i was 25 and had never performed and, and I, it was more fun for me to just volunteer at the late night show that was like a silly show of talking about like uh, we there's this messerschmitt world domination happy hour was a show that i for mm-hmm. two years was always hanging out at and bringing music for and then i would help uh speak into the mic about their you know donate to kpfd uh, like donation drives and talk and i would tell cab stories i would tell i talked about a guy dying in the back of the cab once is that true that's yeah. real yeah somebody um got dumped in a car and uh well it was an old man who um was helped into the car by a uh shirtless like trailer park boy style kind of like okay younger relative who was just gruff and but like like not nice like trailer park boys are nice sure. in that show yeah. but the uh <laughs> it was like a, a pasadena dysfunctional family and the old man was really wasted and uh just kept muttering strawberry park and which was so I, I kind of knew the neighborhood that he was going to, like around Strawberry Park in Pasadena, mm-hmm. and um, then uh, the younger man just gave me twenty dollars cash, and I was like, "Well, where is he going?" And then the younger man was just as hard to understand too, because he was like in this deep level um, hick uh, dialect that was like so boomhauer that yeah. it was indecipherable. Sure. And I and they were drunk and scary. And, uh, but the guy gave me 20 bucks and I thought I'd driven him before. So he seemed familiar and I kind of knew when he was, he was pointing where to go. And then, then he kind of stopped pointing where to go. And I looked in the back and he was just like dead. What the fuck? You know, alone. And I didn't know where to take him. And then I like, pick, I like, like lifted his arm and like it felt his pulse, no pulse. And then I felt his neck. And I got freaked out, and then I called an ambulance, and then ambulance came and like got him out of the car, and uh, and the meter never went over twenty dollars. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> so you still made out, all right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming that you had to like go get your car cleaned out, or you just go pick. No, I just up? picked up somebody else. That's crazy. <laughs> God. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. That's wild. So was that your first broadcasting like experience? Whenever you were at the talking about radio? stuff like that, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, and it was fun. And um, I they were my first friends in Houston. 
the the one guy who was kind of the person behind the show, Rick, uh, he just died at the age of 39 really suddenly. Oh, goodness. Uh, he had lymphoma undiagnosed and just suffered through it and didn't know what was wrong with him and then died. Jesus. And had no health insurance. And maybe he did know something was wrong, but he was like, not going to go to the hospital. Can't do anything about it, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but he was, he was the... He was he was like a kind of overweight, nerdy, single man record collector, just a local radio enthusiast who he wrote freelance articles for like uh, free press and uh, different uh, like he different thing uh, like but he mainly made his money. Okay, he's dead. Yeah. He's not gonna get any he's not gonna get in any trouble. He's dead. Right. He mainly made his money from selling weed. Nice. And, and doing the radio and then then died. And uh I, so it's crazy as fuck. If anybody it's it's crazy that uh, I knew a guy who sold weed, but um Yeah, that's so crazy. I've I've never met anyone like that. <laughs> I, I would never <laughs> condone They were just like ripping a bong. <laughs> no. He was he was a fun. I never smoked weed because I was a taxi driver and I was subject to um, periodic drug tests, so I never smoked weed. The years that I drove it for Pasadena Taxi, mm-hmm. and is and I didn't want to. I don't know, but uh, the uh, I smoked weed again when I quit smoking cigarettes. I just I I, I smoked marijuana. A few times, okay. but I've, I've since given it up. Right, right. But the uh, listen to a lot of Grateful Dead and the, yeah, Fish. <laughs> I never listened to Fish. Uh, I did go to a Grateful Dead show. Oh, you did? That sounds in fun. Soldier Field in 1995 when I was 15, and um, I did uh, shrooms mm-hmm. with my brother. Mm-hmm. And this is so long ago. I think the uh, statute of limitations is up. So like, I think sure. I don't think I can go to jail for uh, doing shrooms at a Grateful Dead show in 1995. Yeah, I mean, I, I think also if someone's listening to this, that's gonna arrest you. <laughs> <laughs> that's even more interesting <laughs> than the shrooms. But, uh, I took shrooms at a Grateful Dead show in 1995 when I was 15, mm-hmm. and I wasn't a huge Grateful Dead fan. But it was cool to see all the people filing in and like following the band around and this vagabond culture that cared about the dead tour and sure they yeah and uh, and I was I was so woozy from the shrooms that I I puked all over the people in front of me and they were totally cool about it They're like no worries bro uh, okay, <laughs> I, oh man you're part of the life man it is what it is yeah, <laughs> yeah no I mean I I would. I couldn't be around all those people if I was high on mushrooms. It would freak yeah. me out. Yeah, I had not uh, ever done mushrooms before. Yeah, and and um, was uh, I, I, it was it was fun to hang with my my brother and I bonded through drugs. Okay, in, in right high on. school we were we were we were drug buddies, Is pot he buddies. Older or younger? Uh, older. Oh, okay. Two years older. That's fun. And then then he joined the army after I joined. After I got out, he he joined. Just uh, you live so many lives. <laughs> you were in the army. I forgot that you were in the army. Oh yeah, I'm a K 
killer. Yeah. <laughs> talking about John Wick, this is you. <laughs> There's going to be some song that's going to play, and it's going to make yeah. you go into assassin mode. As soon as you kill Mrs. Kisses, I'm going to fucking rip their throat out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> somebody. You killed Mrs. Kisses. Uh, she's you a sweet died. cat. <laughs> She'd be worth a, a thousand lives. Yeah, easily. Yeah. You ever see that movie Keanu? Uh, no. That was a funny movie. Is it, it was, about Keanu Reeves? Uh, oh, wait, no. It's, it's a cat. Key and Peele yeah, movie uh-huh. about the cat named Keanu. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. It was funny. It was good. Yeah. yeah. And Mrs. Kisses looks like little Keanu. I had a, I, uh, I have two dogs, but I used to have a cat, um, yeah. and I always really liked my cat, you know, um, but sadly passed away from being old and stuff like that. But uh, I want to get another one, but I don't think that that would be an option right now because my yeah. dogs are, the cats in the neighborhood, just like terrorize our dogs. Yeah, if you already have an animal, I don't think. If you're living in a city, you need to collect a zoo at your place. Absolutely not. I think just I don't want to have more than one animal. Although sometimes I'm like, kisses would probably be a lot less lonely. I, I sometimes I feel like uh, she, it sucks that she, I'm I I go to work and I'm not there. She sure. has nobody to be around. But yeah. But then kisses is not a human being, so it's really not the same. Yeah. Like she's. She's a social animal, but I don't know. I don't know what animal psychology demands. Nor do I, but I do know that you can have chickens in Houston. So you just get two chickens. Yeah. It's okay to kill them, too. That's what I hear. Yeah. If you do, if you get sick of your chickens, you could just kill them. And, you, you know. I mean, I do that with everything. If I yeah. Have a, that's how the first cat actually died. It was, yeah. I, I got bored. Of it. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> Goodness. Oh. I'm just kidding. Obviously, <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> well. Thanks for doing the podcast. It, it, we, yeah. we we did fifty two minutes. Do you feel like you you, you learned something? And, and do you know why it's I don't know why it's called the Healing Club. We just talked about killing animals. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I like the name, and no, it didn't feel like uh, fifty two minutes. Went by pretty quick. So, yeah, yeah. it was a pretty fun podcast. Yeah, yeah. Right. We'll now probably we'll release it in a day or two. There we go. Like, right. I'll I'll repost. Sweet. Andrew um, Youngblood wanted to do a podcast with you. He oh, was yeah. like, because uh, Andrew Youngblood was like, oh, I'd love to, Drew and I are old friends. Yeah. And, um, I'll definitely come back if you want to have the two Andrews. Yeah. The two Mandrews I always on. forget that you're Andrew. Yeah. Did you know, do you know, you don't know a secret about me? What's that? My middle name is Andrew. See, yeah, I, I actually, <laughs> I can't believe that. That's it's crazy. true. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I like that. Bob Andrew Morrissey. Bam. Is it Robert though? Yeah. Bram. Ram. Sexier. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. Ram. Big That's what they call it from here on out. Yeah, Big Ram. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks, Drew. Yeah, thanks, Ram. Well,